Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back in to a baseball city right here in Chicago where the Cubs and the Sox will both get rolling in this coming week. We've been um, having a good time talking to listeners, Bruce, on Inside the Clubhouse so far and hearing texts from them at 67011. And uh, looking forward to a couple of guests this hour. Um, but you are headed out there on, May, uh, on Monday, correct? Uh, no, I'm leaving this afternoon. Oh, okay. Ooh. And uh, everything begins on Tuesday morning. Late in the morning with uh, Epstein, Hoyer, and Ross having their annual, well, Ross, it'll be the first time, having their um, session with the media to kick it off, and then followed by a workout with the Cubs. And then on the 12th, the Chicago White Sox will have Ricky Renteria and Rick Hahn talking to the media after their first workout on February the 12th. So that's what we have to look forward to. Of course, pitchers and catchers report first, but that has changed dramatically, Matt, because of the fact that the game starts so quickly that almost all the position players are are in within the first three or four days. Right. Spring training opener, I believe the 22nd of February, right here on the score. That's also a magic date for the new marquee sports network starting. Let's go to our next guest on the Alpamonte Ford hotline, Alpamonte Ford in Melrose Park. We bring in Cole Wright, who will be reporter host for your new Marquee Sports Network. And uh, Cole, a Chicagoland native, is back home. Yes. Cole, welcome to Inside the Clubhouse. Matt and Bruce here welcome you, welcoming you in. And... Uh, What's the excitement like for you to uh, be only a few weeks away from your first broadcast? I mean, guys, thanks for having me on first and foremost. And uh, my excitement level is through the roof. I mean, how much more Chicago can it get than being introduced on your show this morning than with, with an Al Pamonte ad? I mean, I grew up watching Al Pamonte in those, in those metal suits that were shiny as can be. And, uh-huh. I mean, if it wasn't Al Pamonte, I mean, it, it was, I mean they, were, they were just the commercials. I was just thinking about, you know, just talking with the guys at Marquee about all the old-school commercials that, you know, we really think about when we think about old-school Cubs broadcasts. I mean, it's Al Pamonte, Salozzi Edelson, Victory Auto Records. I mean, it's truly expense. So, I mean, I'm, th- I'm over the moon right now, guys. All right, you know, you just proved yourself. Yeah, yeah right. We'll, we'll, we'll take you out with the Empire Carpet You're, you're, fame. A, you're a Chicagoan oh, and, uh, and proven, so... So welcome. Without the 800 prefix, because I remember when I was at my second job in Tyler, Texas, I heard that commercial, and it had 800 in front of it, and I was like, what's going on here? But I was excited nonetheless, excited nonetheless. Hey, Cole, a a lot of folks know you from the NFL Network, but growing up in Joliet, right, um, were you a baseball guy growing up? Absolutely. I mean, I, I played baseball my, my whole life. I played baseball at, at St. Joe's. I played baseball when we moved at, at, at Wabonzi Valley High School. You know, I was the, the cleanup hitter on the team that got second in state. We lost to Jason Worth 
1986 or 1986. I'm not that old. 1996. <laughs> um, you know, I, I played. I played a little. I had a, a sip of coffee down in Rockford and uh, playing independent ball. So you know, baseball runs through my veins, man. I just, I just, I can't wait to get back to it and and you know, just to be able to see you know what 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 lies ahead of us. You know, it's it's so promising. It's it's there's there's so much that we have at our fingertips. I'm, I'm so I'm so excited. Was it difficult for you to leave uh, an, an excellent job with the NFL and uh, well-established uh, at this point to uh, come to something that's all brand new, certainly exciting, but uh, you were you probably would have been able to stay there for another 10, 15 years if you wanted to? You know, if it, if it weren't the Cubs, it, it would have been difficult. Like, say, if it would have been any other of the 29 teams, that, that would have maybe been a problem for me, but being that it is the Cubs and, you know, being that, you know, I, I grew up going to Cubs games, you know, my, my, my dad and I went to the all-star game back in 1990. You know, I, I used to, I used to wait tables downtown Chicago and we used to live 10 blocks up the street from Wrigley. And every time we had a free chance, we were going to games. So, you know, for, for me to be able to realize, you know, this almost, you know, dream come true, you know, it, it almost seems like someone needs to come around and pinch me because, you know, being able to, to you know, to leave a job that I, that I certainly loved, to be able to take a position that, you know, I've, I've dreamt about pretty much my whole life. You know, it's, 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 it's pretty special. That's pretty cool. So, so Cole Wright with the Chicago Bonafides and coming back here for one of the dream gigs that a sportscaster uh, could have to come work for this team and for the Marquee Sports Network. Where'd you wait tables, Cole? Where'd you wait tables? At Bandera, uh, okay. right on Michigan Avenue, yep. right across from Nordstrom. Uh-huh. Yeah, I actually took my mom and dad there um, on the night of Cubs convention. And it's, it's, I mean, I'm not sitting here trying to do a shameless plug for the restaurant, but <laughs> the same guys work the line on the kitchen. That's one of the reasons why the food is excellent. One of the, the drummer that cause they have live jazz every night. The drummer was with one of the same drummers that was there when I worked there. So, I mean, it's going on 20 years now and this place is still running like a well-oiled machine. You are on your way to eating free in Chicago. That's just, <laughs> well, that's just, that's, that's just a bad the, place to eat free for. No, no, <laughs> it isn't. But the trade-offs can be awfully tough. Sometimes the ass back that, that's that's going to be difficult, uh, Cole. When you when you look at the Chicago Cubs and you've done your homework, what do you think? Uh, what do you think going into this season is, is the key for them? I, I know you probably have uh, excuse me spent a lot of time looking at the team. What do you think some of the uh, keys are for the team? I think the the key will be consistency, and I mean I know that sounds you know like a blanket statement, but I mean that's that's pretty much what you need in baseball, whether it's, you know, 50 years ago or 50 years from now, you're going to have to need some of those mainstays. And, you know, it's, it, there's all this talk, you know, the Chris Bryant talk, but last time I looked, Chris Bryant's a pretty good ball player. And I know there's, there's some people who are, are not as, as happy with some of the production, but, you know, there's a lot of third basemen out there that are starters in the league. I mean, there's, there's 29 others, and there's not too many others I'd rather have. So I think, you know, when, when Chris Bryant gets the consistency back, which we've, we've seen before, which, you know, has, hasn't been a problem, I think that I think a lot of people will forget some of the things that they, they weren't as happy with or as pleased with in years past. But I think it's just that consistency. When you get that consistency out of the pen, when you get consistency out of your starters, when everybody can come and they know that you're going to have more good days than bad. And like I said, I know that sounds very generic, but that's what you need. I mean, that's baseball, and baseball is that marathon. It's not that sprint. It's, it's so much different than the NFL. I mean, <laughs> you know, you can have those dynamic players, 
But just because you have dynamic players all the time doesn't mean that you're going to win a commissioner's trophy. Yeah, I mean you, you need the, you, you need those you need those guys that are going to are going to do do the dirty work sometimes and stay consistent and get everything and and, and get those you know those 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 base hits through the right side and and do all the things that aren't as you know as quote unquote sexy as usual. You know everyone loves seeing home runs and everyone loves seeing you know strikeouts, but. Sometimes that's not always what, what is needed to get that win. Yeah, it's it's an everyday thing. It's a companion sport for the viewer, and uh, it's just, it's going to be part of everybody's life for six months. And with that in mind, a lot of folks wondering what they're going to see from the Marquee Sports Network. You mentioned a lot of the things that are at your fingertips that piqued the interest. So what, what does that mean? What are you excited about? What can you share um, that the network might have uh, some access to or, or might be getting ready for the baseball season? You know, one thing that I know is just the, the access is unparalleled because I don't know any regional sports networks, at least, you know, I, I mean, there's, I mean, let's, I mean, right now before Marquee goes on the air, there's three major regional baseball sports networks, right? There's, there's, there's Nesson with the Red Sox, there's Yes with the Yankees, and there's Spectrum with the Dodgers. I've worked at two out of three of those, and the one thing that I've really noticed is that there's no RSNs that have the, the close proximity to the field from their studio. The Marquee Sports Network studios, I, I can I can legit step out of the back window and throw or back window, out of the back door <laughs> and throw a, a, a ball into Wrigley Field. Like it's that close. I mean the access that we have is going to be second to none. I mean, you know, we'll we'll be right there. We'll have a desk at the field. You know, we'll be able to, to talk with players. If players want to come over in studio for pregame shows, say if a pitcher, you know, it's he pitched the day before and he's feeling good, he got a great win, and he wants to stroll over to the uh, the Marquee Network Studios. I'm sure that's going to be very doable. You know, in, in other regional sports networks that are attached to baseball teams, that's that's not even a possibility. Uh, Fenway Park is at least a good seven eight miles away from the Nesson Studios, and Dodger Stadium is like 21 miles away from the uh, the Spectrum Studios. So, I mean, I just think that what we'll be able to do at, at, at the Marquee Sports Network is going to be second to none. No one's going to have ever seen anything like that before because of where we're actually located. Like, we're right in the, in the Cubs' back pocket, which is terrific. Favorite Cub player growing up and your one moment as Andre a kid. Andre Dawson. And your <laughs> one moment as a kid where you got to meet a player and it kind of uh, – changed your your thought process about what this is all about i, I never got to meet andre dawson right. but <clears throat> i mean I, I can't say that you know one and meeting any one player because i don't think i got to meet any players at a young enough age where it was impactful enough but i mean watching andre dawson that was he was always my guy man i mean he was he was he, he was quiet except for that time he had that uh that little running with the bat rack was was oh, he on the Marlins at that point? I, think, I don't even think he was a Cub at that point. Was he a Cub or no, a Marlins? No, he was a Cub. He yeah. was here, yeah. yeah. Eric, was Cub, okay. It was Eric Chow that he was uh, chasing into a, mm-hmm. after he okay. got hit in the face. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it, that, that was my guy. But, you know, my, my interaction with, you know, I, I guess, you know, the one thing that, and it, it's, it was with a former Cub, but it, I was a little bit older is when I was in the TV game, was just sitting and being able to watch games with Dennis Eckersley. And I remember we had a conversation and we were talking about mechanics because people were in a, in a green room talking about how great one guy's mechanics look. And this, these, this guy's mechanics are through the roof. And then I'm sitting next to Eck and Eck turns to me and he's like, like what, are you ta- what are these guys talking about mechanics? Like, look at Mark Pryor's mechanics. Mark Pryor's mechanics were, were, were perfect. Hit the T position, everything. Check, check point, check point A, check point B. And, you know, he had arm trouble. But then you look at Tim Lincecum 
Mm-hmm. And his mechanics, by you know, by definition, were terrible. But you look, you look at everything that he did, and look at the the, the resume that he uh, that he managed to compile. I mean, it was unbelievable. So Eck was sitting there talking to me, telling me like, you know, mechanics are are on a on an individual man to man basis. Like some mechanics might be great for one guy, they might be terrible for another. And so just to sit and, and listen to Eck, you know, talk about pitching, and you know, knowing that he's a guy that I grew up watching as a Cub, as a, as an Oakland A, and I decided had so much admiration for him. You know that was that was that was a big turning point to to know that not to not to sit there and ever say that you know I can sit and talk baseball with with Hall of Famers and be you know on on the same level, but to know that a, a Hall of Famer was comfortable enough to turn to, to talk to me about a certain situation and, and about something that was very baseball-y, you know that was that was pretty pretty important to me. Uh, Peter Francis Geraci, that might be the guy you meet yes. that, that gets it going. Or Eagle oh, Man. come on. Come on, old, old Pete. Uh, yeah, or Eagle, the commercial going? Maybe you'll meet Eagle Man somewhere, uh, somewhere down the road. Oh, get, get with Man Cow. Maybe you can, you can make that happen. <laughs> Cole, Cole uh, welcome, welcome back to Chicago, and we're looking forward to uh, watching your broadcast on the Marquee Sports Network. And it won't be too long now. We're, we're starting baseball right away. That's right. I'm packing already just to get ready to go back to Chicago this week and spring training next week. So the, the ball is set in motion, fellas. I can't wait. Thanks, Cole. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you, guys. Cole Wright, he will be pre- and post-game host. He will be reporting on the Marquee Sports Network and uh, just alluding to all those uh, commercials uh, he's in. Yeah, he's uh, pretty excited uh, yeah. to come back home for the gig. It is 670 The Score. It's inside the clubhouse. Uh, this hour is brought to you by Way Back In. We'll switch sides of town and talk to Hall of Famer and White Sox executive Jim Tomey. Next on um, Score. Ball hit deep. Way back. He looks up. You can put it on the board. Yes. yes. Number 500 for Jim Tomey. That still creates chills. 500 ain't nothing for this guy. Matt. He went 100 past that. It's inside the clubhouse on 670 The Score. I'm Matt Spiegel. He's Bruce Levine. And our next guest joins us on the Alpamonte Ford Hotline, Alpamonte Ford in Melrose Park. Hall of Famer, special assistant to the White Sox front office, MLB network contributor, Great father and husband. Did I leave anything out, Jim Tomey? <laughs> well, the fact that I've got a sore throat in this Chicago weather, yeah. so I apologize. That's uh, Thanks for the kind words, though. It's great to be on, and uh, we'll all be in Arizona soon. We're looking forward to it. What is the number one thing that Jim Tomey, as a baseball fan, not as a White Sox executive or MLB Network contributor, looking for – as far as the White Sox lineup goes? Well, I, I, Bruce, I think we're at a point where you're starting to feel the excitement. You know, the fans are really – you're hearing it. You know, I live here in the winter. You're hearing it around where I live, and they're excited. They're excited about, obviously, the moves that Rick and Kenny and Jerry have made. And, you know, we're all we're all like ready for the next phase. We're ready to see how this is all going to move forward. And we've had progression with the guys that were there a year ago and two years ago. 
And now the new guys that we've got, I think they're going to fit in nicely. That's obviously the hope. You know, when you when you make moves in the winter like this, that everybody gels and comes together. But what what a what a great winner! You know, obviously Rick has worked very hard, has made some great moves for me as a guy that works in the organization, but is also a fan. It's going to be great to see how this all unfolds and and how it plays out. Jim, when you were in Cleveland, you were part of, uh, you, you joined in the middle of seven straight seasons with a losing record. You know, you got there 91, but by the time 94 came around, that was a new yeah. ballpark, some off-season acquisitions, with all, along with all you guys coming up together and being there together. Yeah. And that's the dream, right? So, so what do you remember kind of learning together as a unit, you and Bayerga and Lofton and Sandy Jr.? What did you guys yeah. learn together as you arrived together? Well, you learn, at, let's say, up the middle. If you're the double play combo, you know what this guy to your right or left is going to do, how he's going to flip you the ball. You know, you learn if you're hitting second in the lineup, you know, what that guy's strengths are. Does he hit behind the runner? Does he hit breaking balls well? You know, as an outfielder, if you've played together in the minor leagues, it's, okay, I know this guy's strong here. I know he's maybe a little weak here, so I need to cheat here. There's many, and and more importantly, Matt, excuse me, is the brotherhood. You know, when you walk through the clubhouse doors and you are with these guys and you've been with them in the minor leagues, there's this bond and this brotherhood that we all kind of form. And then that just elevates because now you're in the big leagues. There's excitement. There, our, our city starts talking about it, which is, which is happening right now. And, and this is all going to get real soon. You know, it's, the reality is here that we've made improvements. And when these guys go to spring training, there's the sense of I've been with them. I've watched them fail. I've watched them succeed. And now it's time for us to all come together and really kick it in and show our city how much we love to play, but that we are winners and we want to win. Jim, that uh, brotherhood question takes me into a a difficult question for uh, former players and players to answer. And I'm going to call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Directed at you, and that is... uh... When you look at Mike Fires in this situation as a uh, former Astro that blew the whistle on the technology that they were using, uh, how do you think baseball, how do you think players, how do you think uh, this will play out historically as Fires being someone that's historically a bad teammate or historically a guy that put an end to some things that were going on that uh, was above and beyond? Well, I think he, Bruce, I think he put an end to, it was his, look, everybody has, you know, I, I can't speak for fires, I why he did it or what his, you know, thought process was, but I do know this. I mean, it did, honestly, for the integrity of the game, and that's ultimately what we all strive for and and want is to have an equal ground at the end of the day when you're competing you want to know you know what that guy's got his best stuff you know i'm in the box i'm working hard to try to try to figure out okay is he going to throw fastball curveball breaking ball and and more importantly i think what's going to eventually what what we will look back on is that mike fires was the guy that you know, that came out and cleaned it up as well, you know, and, and also MLB. MLB did their investigation. They laid down some, let's be honest, they laid down some harsh fines. And, you know, look, look, we all know how great the game is. There's so much to look forward to with our young players here in Chicago. We've got the best city, honestly, with the Cubs and the White Sox, our club. Moving forward, the Cubs have had the last five, six years have been amazing. I think the fans, they don't want to hear about all the negatives. They don't want to hear about, you know, this and is this happening. So in a way, you know, I commend Major League Baseball, the commissioner, for, you know, let's face it, he, you know, he puts, he, he laid down some harsh, harsh fine suspensions. Guys lost their jobs. And the hope, the hope for all of us here is that, look, these questions are need to be answered. And when they need to be answered, we need to get out in front of it. You need to apologize if you are a part of it. And then hopefully, as our great game does, it cleans itself up and we can go back to enjoying that one-on-one competition, confrontations, and see who wins in a fair you know, equal part of the game. Yeah, it's so difficult to trust for some fans now because I I think it's worse than the PEDs um, in terms of decaying the trust for fans. And and it's so it it needs to be cleaned up further. I mean, like, if you knew, Jim Tomey, that you were getting fastball 
or you were getting off off speed. I mean, uh, that's that, that's a bigger advantage. Oh than, my god! Right? Oh my goodness! I, I would look, look, Matt. For years, we used to sit on the bench and try to figure out: is a guy where is he setting his glove? Where is he holding it high? Is he squeezing it? Is he is the glove flaring? You know, that's what you did on the bench you, with your brain and your savvy, and tried to figure. Man, you know, hey guys, he's doing this or you know, and and if if you know what's coming, that's a different animal. That is, oh, if you if as a hitter, right? Uh, and let's face it, there's many great hitters. I mean, you're talking about the elite of elite. You give them an opportunity to know exactly what's coming. Boy, you're going to see a lot of success. Yeah, I've seen balls go 500 feet when guys knew what was going on, but it's not always the case. A lot of guys, Jim, probably when they did have information, you know, that was you know picked up, you know, by your guys' hard work, they didn't want it. They didn't want any help, right? Because sometimes that threw. Yeah, them and, and and Bruce, you're right. There, there's, there's. I guess, I guess, guys that are comfortable not knowing that didn't want that cloggy in their brain. Let's face it. If you simplify it, you should be hitting off the fastball. Okay. When you get a scouting report, okay, the guy throws, well, now 98 to a hundred now or 96 to a hundred. So really there's not much to look for, but when you know, if you know, as a player that a guy throws 98 miles an hour and he's throwing a fastball, Oh man, that would be, I mean that's kind of that's what every hitter uh, would want, but in the right way, with doing it the way you should do it. Or if you don't want the signs, then then you have to approach it the way you you feel is best. Hey, hey Jim, what what do you miss physically about the game? I, I can't imagine what it must feel like to hit a fastball and just drive it 450 feet. I mean, I know on the rare occasions when I've hit a driver 250 down the middle, you know, like that satisfaction is pretty yeah, good. No one threw it at you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Um, uh, and Ted, Sam Sneed said to Ted Williams, you don't have to play your foul balls, right? So the, the golf can be harder sometimes. But, but, but what do you miss physically about the game? I miss, uh, Matt, I miss the preparation. I miss, you know, I was always a guy that lived, you know, in cold weather climate. I would work out in Cleveland or Chicago here and going to spring training. The process of the preparation to get ready, to get your body ready physically, and then and then the steps it took in spring training to the early work of, okay, I'm going from indoors. Now I'm in Arizona. I'm hitting outdoors. Uh, I was, let's face it, I was a pole hitter. So I wanted to stay through the middle of the field and not get pole happy early. And then the, the gradual progression day in and day out, how important it is as a player to be in spring training from day one and going through bodies that's going through, oh man, my body's starting to react in a good way. And then, and then you see, as you said, you square a ball up and you might hit it 400 or 450, but, but that, that, that slow progression Hmm. to what it takes to get to opening day is it's, it's what I miss the most. And and honestly, the one-on-one confrontation with the best, I, I absolutely loved to face guys 
that work really, really good and challenge yourself to to do well. You know, that's that was the ultimate. In in closing with you, Jim and Matt and I really appreciate your time as always. Look forward to seeing you in spring training. As far as Luis Robert, what do you think with your yeah. scouts hat on and your baseball experience seeing great talents come through the game? What do you think his upside is? Oh, it's 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 incredible. I mean, you know, look, look, whether you're an executive, a scout, a, a fan, and you see this kid play, I mean, he is so special. You know, he's got so many great tools. Uh, and you guys know how much I raved about Eloy. I And still do. I love Eloy. When the moment I saw him, and then and then when I went down and seen you know Louis like he, it, it 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 was almost identical, and to have those two guys in your system that you can look forward to and know that they're going to keep progressing. The mo- the most important thing for me as a hitter that's so impressive about him is that he's he's physically you know very gifted, but but. From a from a foundation of where he's at mechanically, it's off the charts how good he is mechanically for a big guy. And he's not you you won't see a lot of like rush movement to the ball. He's just so solid in his base and with how he approaches the baseball that that it's going to be fun to watch it. every level he's gone to. He's gotten better and better. That that's what the good ones do. And and I can say the same for Madrigal. Hmm. Madrigal is really the same type of player. As they're going up the ladder, it seems they're getting better, and that's that's exciting for us. Jim, uh, Matt and I, as I said, really appreciate it. Uh, your expertise and the love of the game always comes through with every interview. Thanks a lot for uh, coming you. on today, and we'll see you out in uh, Glendale real soon. Yep, look forward to it, fellas. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, Jim. A pleasure to talk to Jim Tomey. Jim Tomey, uh, awesome guy. One of the nicest people you'll ever meet in the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he's turned into a hell of an analyst. I love him on MLB Network now, too. I, I, I got to tell you, I didn't see it coming. No, you know, I, it, I agree. Right? Because when he, was a, when he was a player, he would talk very little or very slow, and you weren't sure necessarily like how deep the, rudder, right. the, the waters ran. That right. is a seriously deep thinker, thoughtful guy. Great conversation. Awesome. Uh, people to thank today, including uh, Cole Wright, the new host uh, for pre- and post-game on uh, Marquee Sports Network. Mm -hmm. Jim Tomey, great job as always by Zach Withers. I am off to spring training, covering both the White Sox and the Cubs every day. MLB, Bruce Levine on Twitter, 670thescore.com, where you'll find me writing about both teams. I can't wait, Matt. I'll be talking to you from Arizona next week. Looking forward to it. Uh, The bottom of the hour brought to you by the Chicago Wolves. One week from today, the first 2,500 fans for the Chicago Wolves game receive a Wolves reusable tote bag courtesy of Pet Supplies Plus. For tickets, visit ChicagoWolves.com. 
And PropSwap is where America buys and sells legal sports bets. Before you make your next bet, be sure to check out PropSwap.com to see what's up for sale. Guaranteed better odds than any local bookie can offer. All season long, PropSwap customers have been snatching up 200 to 1. Yes, 200 to 1 Lamar Jackson to win MVP tickets. Now those tickets are just about ready to cash. Go to PropSwap.com right now to find which long shot is up for sale next. Find the best odds in the world right now on PropSwap.com. Thank you, Zach Withers. DePaul Basketball is next right here on 670 the score we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.